You listen to 247 Real Talk. I'm your host, Julian Perry, along with my guest for this episode. He is the creator of Hello Black Man. His name is Jeremy Jenkins, and we will be discussing bridging the communication gap through journaling. So good evening, Jeremy. Welcome to 247 Real Talk. Thank you for joining me for this episode. What's going on? How you doing this time? I'm good. I'm good. I'm so glad that you took the time out to uh, be a part of 247 Real Talk. And as, Absolutely. Is, as is our practice, I will jump right in. And um, I know my audience is going to be intrigued because this is different from the other episodes I've done so far. It's something new and it sounds like something that's uh, could be very critical to where we are uh, as as black and brown people in this society. So you are the creator Absolutely. of Hello Black Man, bridging the communication gap through journaling. Why don't you start yeah. off by telling us a little bit about yourself and then go into what Hello Black Man is all about. Awesome. Uh, my name is Jamie Jenkins. I'm here in Mississippi. Uh, been a, a native of Mississippi, uh, you know, basically my whole life. I've moved about. I've had an opportunity to do some traveling abroad. Uh, I'm a father, a brother. Uh, I'm a uh, entrepreneur. Uh, I have a, created this uh, Hello Black Man. I do photography. I have a um, background in automotive manufacturing. Uh, I am, you know, what people look in the mirror and see. You know, I'm one of you. you you're one of me. We're more alike than we are different. Uh, I have kids, uh, and I'm someone that has gotten to a point in life that I want to leave and want to be a part of solutions, uh, and I want to be able to leave legacy. I want to be able to leave answers, um, and that's where I am uh, right now in my life. Okay, so tell us about, uh, I'm assuming, you know, your your urge to leave answers, um, not only, I guess, for your children, but for mm -hmm. anyone else, irrespective of ethnicity, uh, is what led right. to, to the, the, the catalyst, the seed for you to create Hello Black Man. So tell us a bit mm -hmm. about Hello Black Man and this concept of bridging the, the communication gap through journaling. Well, it, it started with an opportunity to improve my, improve my, my understanding of my son. So I have a 13-year-old son. His name is Landon. And um, of course, right now, with, we're from two very different, uh, two very different mindsets of frames of mind. Uh, me being 42, him being 13. You know, um, what 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 I did at his age is not what he's doing now. Or you know how responsible I was at his age is not what's being asked now. It's just different. Not saying so much that kids today have it so easy, and I'm I can get into that a little later. It's just different. Um, but uh, I recently uh, divorced, and my son had the opportunity to come and live with me uh, this past year, 
And so we found out very quickly that my communication to him and his receptiveness of my my communication uh, was not on one page. And so I, I thought about when I was his age and when I was maybe a little older, uh, I loved to write and I loved to, to, you know, read and write. And, you know, if it's poetry, if it's letters, if it's, you know, short stories in, 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 in English, um, it felt I, I was able to alleviate a lot of stress just by writing. And I thought about it. I said, well, now, you know, my son has either a stressful time for him. I said, maybe if I write down some things, write down some questions for him, he will be able to receive a part of me that maybe I can't communicate properly or effectively. And so I thought about some things I wanted him to know about me and some things I wanted to know about him. And I would ask him those questions, write those questions out. Uh, and as I was doing that, I, I became very intrigued and very, I would say, almost disturbed because I thought about m- almost every question I was wanting to know, uh, I had a thought process about, I didn't even know about my day. And I would, and I would tell anyone I have a, I have a, an amazing relationship with my father. But these intriguing questions, I don't know his particular answers. You know, uh, I I just know what I think he would say. And so I started to write down questions and say, you know, this will be a a starting point uh for some and it will be a a an, an a peeling of the onion for others. Uh starting to answer some intriguing questions for yourself and for loved ones. So that's the backbone and the spine and the heart and, and, and soul of how and Hello Black Man started to come about. And uh, the name of it, uh, Hello Black Man, I thought about what drops defense mechanisms. You know, what makes it okay for us to have a conversation? Uh, you know, saying, hey, or what's up? Or, you know, nodding your head. That's not always, Yeah, it, it doesn't always make you drop your guard, you know, and, and which which has to happen when you're talking about effective communication, real communication. Uh, but when someone says hello to you, uh, it it allows you to pause. It, it, it brings a calmness to the conversation. Uh, just think about any time anyone has said this, the word hello. You're like, okay, you know, this is starting off on the right foot. Regardless of what comes after it, after that that word, you you have already paused. You've already dropped your guard at that point. And then um, black man was such a title that, you know, I wanted to speak to myself. Uh, I wanted to speak to someone who looked like me and say, hey, here's an opportunity for you to improve your communication for you to get some answers out, for you to find out some answers about yourself. And that's where the, that's where we started with Hello Black Men. Of course, we have other journals along uh, to complement this. Hello Black Woman, Hello Black Teen, Hello Black Child, Hello Black Couple. Uh, all those are specific to who the title speaks to. And, you know, we've been, it's been a, a phenomenal journey uh, so far. Okay, so 
uh, let me see where I want to go with this. Cause I, you, a few things came to mind, uh, okay. some deeper than others. So why don't you start off by giving us some examples with other examples you choose to share of some of the questions you wrote down. And when you say you write down questions, when, when, what is the intention of, of, or what is the timeline of the intention of receiving a response? So is this a back and forth uh, current uh, communication or is this something that your son can refer to or you're given to refer to as he's going through certain phases in life later on? Mm-hmm. You know, what, 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 what is the concept behind that and, and you know, uh, behind the timeline? Okay. Right. So, so the timeline is infinite. The timeline is past, present, and future. That's a great, that's a, a, a great question. Um, because now from my past, I'm able to pull some things that may have, may be cloudy to me. I may not have resolved for myself. So some of the questions are based on my past and getting, getting up to speed on things. And then from the present tense, um, the journal is, is predicated in such a way that it is 52 questions. So basically a question a, a week would allow you to finish the journal in a year. Now, some people, I've seen some, some guys journal in, in a couple of weeks and they say, Hey, listen, I'm, I'm, I've finished every question. I'm going back and, you know, putting some things down on the open days. The questions are phenomenal. I could stop writing. I need to get some of that out. Uh, but it's predicated that it would allow you to finish it in a year's time. Uh, and then from a future standpoint, um, some, you know, get this journal and write in it and say, hey, this is what I need for me. and Or some say, hey, listen, this is what I'm able to do. I'm able to take this journal, write down my thoughts without any, uh, without any interruption, and I can now reveal these things to people that are in my life. So what sometimes what I do is, I will write a journal entry, look it over, and then I'll give it to my son, and and I will video him reading my words, reading my answers, uh, life questions to him. So he will always have it. He'll have this moment, and, you know, in 60, 70 years, he'll have that. Uh, he'll have an answer that I gave to him that something I went through. Hopefully it, it will pass down through generations and generations, break generational curses, and allow answers to be had for questions that haven't even come up in, in, in my family lineage. Um, so the, the timeline is infinite on, on how important and how impactful this journal can be. Okay. So if you can share a couple of examples of things that you wrote. Okay. So I'll flip, I have actually have my journal in hand. So uh, let's see. Uh, question question twenty four. So on the left side of the journal, there is an open page, and normally I give a little quote, something that I've come up with over the years on the left hand side, and it has an open date. You can write in, and, and on that page you can write anything, something personal that day, a note to yourself, or you know whatever it may be. So on the left hand side of this page it says, "This is as plain as I can put it. Today, speak with your actions." And so on that day, you can write whatever you want on the left-hand side. On the right-hand side of the page, this has a, it has a question uh, that prompts you to answer. So 
I feel that, uh, you know, in our community, especially as a black male, you know, communication is not as open as it just just saying, hey, we need to be you need you need better communication. We need prompts to get started. You need uh, something to ignite that that transformation of communication. So this question is question 24. Hello, black man. What or who motivates you? Describe how it feels to be motivated. So that's one of the questions. Uh, so, I, I mean, I can read my answer here if you'd like. Yes, go ahead. Okay. So, uh, hello, black man. What or who motivates you? Describe how it feels to be motivated. I said, time motivates me. I'm 41 years old as of today, and the older you get, the time that once was on your side and you felt all of it in the world seems to be dwindling. Time pushes me to wake up early and stay up late to get things done. Time is a great motivating driver because no one knows how much you may have remaining. Purpose motivates me. Knowing something I do or create can change the world so quickly and vastly. Purpose exposes your passion, or at least it should. Having purpose and living in it allows me to seek the greater good. Purpose is something that will be evident long after I am gone, and that's important to me. People motivate me. Both my parents are still alive and in good health. I have children that I want to set great examples for. I have an inner circle that loves me unconditionally. It feels inspiring to be motivated. It allows me to push or pull to go through or around. So that's my answer for that particular question. Okay. So I, I, I can see and I get the concept of where you're going um, with this. Mm-hmm. Um, and what comes to mind is how else it can be used. Mm-hmm. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm, I'm sort of exploring a thought, you know, as we're, as we're having this conversation of the current climate that we are in this country and mm-hmm. oh, yeah. the confusion of, you know, I've, I've been watching a lot of um, television shows that I follow for entertainment or relaxation or whatever. And I've noticed that many of the major shows, um, are are making an effort to focus on the the racial tension, the racial climate, and the divisiveness of today. Oh yeah. When I when I thought about Hello Black Man, we had our, our previous conversation, and you told me about journaling. My mind kept, you know, battling with. I, I saw. I see another purpose here. That's real. That that. Um while anyone can do it on a piece of paper, I think a journal it, it adds, um, what would I want to say? Uh, discipline to it. Um, oh, absolutely. Tonight. I, yeah. Tonight I looked at right before I came on uh, to record, I looked at the newest episode of SWAT with uh, Shamar Moore. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the episode was focused on, Something that was going on in LA that's supposed to be current times, because uh, there was a mention of COVID, but they, it was a struggle. If you looked into the message of the show, it was a back and forth uh, reflection from what was happening in the episode tonight with attacks in LA that were 
causing fear. At the same time, they were dealing with the fact that, you know, they, they flashed back to the Rodney King episode or the Rodney King mm-hmm. occurrence in time. And the, the, the characters were trying to show the, 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 the pain of black and brown people in terms mm-hmm. of, of looking at Rodney King, which I, I, I'm now, as I, I, I could be wrong, I think it was something like 28 years ago or whatever. And the yeah, fact that's, that's that. That's absolutely amazing and mind blowing. Yeah. That, 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 how, how long ago that happened. Exactly. And the thing is, one of the points that was being made by the character that Shamar Moore's father in SWAT was there hasn't been enough progress. Nothing has changed. And, or, or, or not, maybe, maybe not nothing has changed, but he was arguing with Shamar Moore over, you know, really has, has there been true change? But the other part I noticed about the story, there's this, there's this uh, younger fellow, a younger guy in this, in the, um, in in the story that Shamar Moore is taking care of, and they were trying to get him to understand. They were trying to get him to understand what went on with Rodney King, and how in today's world, what you know what's going on now, and one of the questions was, what is this kid going to have to face when he grows up? Right. And why, why, why? I, it might have sounded like like I digressed a bit, but I didn't with my thought. And you know, I'll put my thoughts together now because how many people? And we've we've heard it so many times where we have to tell the story of what of the pain that black and brown people that we have suffered, even the time that we've been on this earth. And I'm not I'm not I'm not pointing to anything specific because it's as you would know it's very broad. It's employment. It's income. It's um, in some cases, it's, it's, it's disagreements with law enforcement, whatever the case may be. And, but, the, but the bigger question was, how does a, a someone who was born today appreciate our struggle 30 years from now if they have no record of it from our mouths, from our minds? Right. right. Who's telling the story? Right. Who's telling the story? Not from some perspective of a TV show or someone who wants to embellish a little bit, and you know, sometimes for the for the benefit. I'm not saying this was done in the episode tonight, but I'm just saying generally speaking, you know, from for the benefit of of creating ratings or whatever, will 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 uh, change the facts. Who's how many fathers well, it, it, are telling their sons? Yes, how many fathers are right, leaving a are, are, are their story for the world and for their sons? You know, you you started off by saying talking about your, your thoughts about your legacy. And as, as I grasp more and more where you were coming from, the journaling is, is the preservation of your legacy to a certain extent. It is. Right, because it is. we need children and grandchildren and you know, two generations from now and three generations from now, wherever they are in this struggle, and and we're not going to mention the fact that it's a shame that human beings who come from the same place, who are born the same way and leave this earth the same way, you know, for all intents and purposes, have such differences while they live the time in between those two major occurrences. You know, those, those are kind of like the two most important dates in our lives, whether we like it or not. The day you were born, the day you died. Everything else in between. Is how you you know how you spend that time in in between getting from point A to point B, 
and it is it is incredible that we keep, we seem to be create uh, recreating the same thing or, or or living the same struggles, you know, um, in terms of their their inherent characteristics, irrespective of time. I mean, a lot of people will liken you know some of the things that you know during times of slavery to some of the things that are even going on today in terms of how people are treated. So um, have you ever given that kind I'm sorry, as I said, I didn't want to um, well, no. take over the conversation, yeah. but I wanted to bring that concept into mind because I want to get from you now, this, you the creator, what, what, you know, your thoughts about that importance where your, your creation can become an integral part of recording history not from the perspective of one person who chooses to write it, but if journaling gets spread wide enough from, you know, thousands or millions of, of, of people. And, and, and what's more important here is even though you're a hello black man, in terms of, of, of true preservation of the real facts, it, is, it, is, it can go beyond the limit of even the black man. To even any no, parent who wants to tell a story or any person who went well, through a struggle. Yeah. yeah, there 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 is a there is a uh the journey journal is an option for anyone that is not of African American descent. So we have a journey journal out there. Um for those that are willing and ready to, you know, improve their communication, uh no different. So we, we we don't want to leave anyone out. We we understand how important it is for your truth uh, to be uh, you know self evident to yourself and to your lineage. Well, I'm even thinking too that um, I I I I'm now thinking back to an episode that aired from my from this podcast maybe uh, maybe three weeks ago. And it was from a very nice lady who's from uh, uh, down south, down south United States, and she is a Caucasian lady who who told the story of racism, you know, mm-hmm. from down south on why she had to leave. And, and the reason that that came to mind too is, I want the and I think the world is getting to understand. But I wanted to understand that even the story of what black and brown people face, the true story the author of that story does not have to be black and brown because she, she, oh, she her, 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 her account of it was so real um, that mm-hmm. it is, you know, it, it, it is, it is, it was refreshing to see someone from, a, you know, completely from outside the you know, black and brown ethnicity has just a real perspective yeah. from outside looking in of, of what the struggle is. And yeah. she recounted her father and how racist he was, and I think he was part of the KKK and all these things. Wow. Yes. Yeah. So I, I, I have, of course, I have white friends that are, they are absolutely mind boggled at how the color of skin is is more important in life or death to some people. It's mind boggling to some to some to some of those individuals as well. So. I absolutely feel that, that that their history and their in their own account needs to be written down. It needs to be preserved. Yes, and and the preservation is so critical because 
I, I think that we have, if we look through time and we look through, there's, there's periods in between the struggle where things have not, you know, things have had moments that were not so intense. And I think that the relief that people find in moments of pause causes them to, to sort of yearn for some rest from the fight and, and it may cause a disconnection for a moment even. And, I, and, and where I'm going with that is the journal again. If, if everyone who could start the journal to not only accomplish the first part of, of, of and, and I think they're all interdependent because that part of you asking questions or, 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 or maybe even stating facts for your son to read later or for him to answer now, they are mm-hmm. not just about you. They are about you raising him, but they are about you raising him when he's surrounded by all these true circumstances of what he will face as a black or brown man, what he, right. w- what he will encounter. And, and when he encounters it, it should not look foreign to him anymore because he should be able to refer to your journal and see that, you know, see that everything it has been a continuous story of, you know, of, of maybe let's say he's 18 years old and he, you know, he's 20 years old and he can refer back to, to something that happened that happened to that happens to him and, and make a direct correlation to something that happened to you and maybe gain from not only your wisdom and advice, but be able right. to speak intelligently about history and, and, and be able to recognize whether things are progressing for him in his time or, or maybe um, create a call to action for him for where things need to go next. Perfect. I, 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 think, that, I think that we should have that responsibility. I think we, I think the mindset of especially our community says that when you're 18, you're grown, you're on your own, right? That that's kind of the narrative because, you know, a lot of times, you know, parents, we feel like, you know, we may have, you know, given up part of our life to make sure you had all this. Now at 18, 19, you're done. You need to be an adult. You need to grow up. But in all honesty, uh, what answers have you given that child? You know, you, you, you have pulled them along, pulled them along the way. But what real answers come in day-to-day conversation? Oftentimes, not, not, not a lot. This question that I read to you about uh, who, who or what motivates me, my son is 13. He has, no, <laughs> he has no reason to ask me that. You know what I mean? Right. It's not going to come up in day-to-day conversation. Day-to-day conversation is going to be landing, take a bath. Landon, what you want to eat? Landon, how was school? Landon, get up and mow the yard. Landon, let's take the trash out. Let's work in the yard. Landon, let's, you know, work on the car. That's that's day-to-day conversation. Hey, let's watch the game. That's day-to-day conversation. And while that may be great quality time, it may be great quality time, am I leaving him with answers? Am I leaving him with an answer key that he can take with him, that he will have, that it was an installation of information? from me to him. Right. And there's no, there's no, what I think my dad would say, what I think my brother would say here is how I feel about these things. This is what I'm seeing. This is my point of view. And, and, and if he goes back to YouTube and in a hundred years and 70 years, he goes back to YouTube of 2020. 
that YouTube video is not going to be my life. You know what I mean? He can go back and say, man, 2020 was crazy. 2020 had this going on. 2020 had that going on. But 20, that YouTube video is not going to be me. And it's not going to be what I had going on. It's not going to be my trials and tribulations. It's not going to be the things I was able to overcome. And I want him to have that. And I want everyone to be able to gift that to their significant other. You know, it, it doesn't have to go down to son. It could go up to father. You know, this is something that I'm sharing with my father. You know, I think he deserves to know what motivates his son. You know, right. at, at this age, it's important for him to know that. That's, that, that's yeah. That's that's really you know that's a really important point. I think that um, well, you know, it's it's limitless, and I think you know the the thing you know the thing about it is, and I I can also see over time that you're probably gonna your creation of Hello Black Man is probably gonna evolve into more um, what should I say more options? Um, oh yeah, because absolutely. Writing a journal, you know, we live in a time where, you know, time, people struggle with time and I can see, you know, and, and, and maybe this is just a brainstorm, our wishful thinking, but at some point I can see with your creativity, some sort of audio journal coming out. I don't know if you've ever thought mm-hmm. about that, but something where. And I and I do this with my podcast, and maybe as I get ideas, sometimes I have a recorder, and I and I just as my thoughts come to me, I I I I speak them. Right, that gives me the opportunity to to do number one, write them down in journal later, should I choose, or two, compile them into audio files that I can preserve for someone else to listen to. Um, not sure if you ever thought about that idea. But I like I like mm-hmm. I so much like the journaling idea that I would almost think an audio journal would be the next step in Hello Black Man, um, mm-hmm. because I think that the whole concept of it is important. The whole concept of preserving our lives and and and, and it's simple things sometimes too. Things that may not be even related to you know such important things in terms of life or death, but. You know, I, I talked to, I've talked to younger people before, and I had a conversation one time with someone about, and I'm an I'm an audiophile. I'm also a photographer, by the way. But um, awesome, awesome. Yeah. Okay, I'm an audiophile, and I remember saying something, and I and I said about, I talked about vinyl on the turntable, and they looked at me like I was speaking a foreign language. <laughs> you know, they 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 had no clue what vinyl was or 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 a turntable. And, you know, some kids already have no clue. Like my kids have no clue what a CD is. You know, um, their little tablets have got SD cards and, you know, and stuff that we use today. So, you know, playing, I've got a whole, I, I was, uh, at that stage in my life, I've got a whole collection of maybe, I don't know, three, 4,000 CDs that I've kept preserved. They have no clue what they are. They have, my daughter asked me one day, she says, is that a book? You know, she was looking at a CD. So, um, those things are also really nice things to be able to preserve. Um, and they they and, and it deserves to be preserved, right? And the relevance is, I think, is to, is for the kids to understand the 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 evolution 
over time and the things they take for granted. You know, I told my son who has remote control cars, I remember my first remote control car had a, it had a battery and it had a cord attached to it. And it had a little device in my hand that had another battery and it had an up down button and you pushed it forward to, for the car to roll forward. Of course you had to run behind the car because you were tethered to it. Um, and there was no left or right. You'd kind of have to maneuver it via the cord for it to go left or right. And that was my, you know, that was my remote control car, <laughs> you know? And so I, you know, little things like that, they don't understand yet, but it shows the, the growth. No, not, you know. Oh my God, not at all. Yes. So I, I, as I said, I, not to digress from your initial concept, but I, over the time I was thinking about this, you know, when we spoke before, um, the recording of this podcast, I just said like, wow, this is a brilliant idea because it has so many options of, of things that can become, and it has so many um, purposes, and it gives you the opportunity yes. to use it for your purpose. Yes. So yes. We, we, I fully expect, and I'm not trying to like corner the market, I fully expect, you know, book clubs to take this thing and to, you know, uh, I have a, a, a couple of ladies that they want to start a, their own life going through the journal themselves. I want that. I'm not trying to monetize it. Say, hey, listen, it, you have to be, I have to be, you know, in, involved in every live or broadcast. That's not what I want. I want it to be infectious. I want it to be, I want it to grow so rapidly and fast, not the brand, but the movement of what it could mean to us, right? the movement of what it could mean personally. Uh, as stressful as these times are, as much as we're going through, as stressful as day-to-day living is, I wanted to get out there and grow and move and save lives, change, um, help marriages, improve communication with teens that, you know, of course, most of them are from another planet. I know mine are. Um, but I, I want it to be a a true movement of people and seeing that communication is the, the frontier that we should be ch- trying to break ground on. And that is, that is, that is the key. And, and it's, it's what's so crazy about that. As I, as I put together my, um, my remaining thoughts on this, on this episode, what is, you know, what is so in our faces about that is we just finished an election and we have a country that's at max, as close as I can get, if we're not divided 50-50, we divided maybe, you know, 55-45, whatever. But we're pretty close to evenly divided. Mm-hmm. And the divide is the lack of communication. Yeah. One side does not want to hear what the other side is saying. So maybe if you don't want to hear what I'm saying, maybe you'll read what I'm saying. But yeah. it, you know, it is, it is, it is a it, it, in a time when we are where technology has us so far ahead. It seems yeah. as human beings and the basic need to communicate, we're so far behind. It is, yeah. it is, it is a sad state. What what what, uh, what what camera do you use? What's your camera? What's your? I use your the, the five D Mark IV. I'm a Canon guy. You're a Canon guy. So listen, that's great, perfect. So I'm a Nikon guy. Oh, right? 
That's a whole different so, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right. But check this out. If I ask you, what's your favorite camera? You're going to start listing the great things about Canon, why you chose Canon, why everybody should be Canon. Now, at some point, what, I'm, what am I going to do? I'm going to interject, correct? Right. I'm going to say, wait a minute. This is what I have. This is what I think. This is what I did. This is this. And, and, and before long, the, the, the question is, why did you choose Canon? Why is that your preference, right? That's, that's going to get lost in, in back and forth. That's, that's why journaling takes that away. It takes the back and forth away. So now, I can just read what you wrote. I can just, I can take the whole thing in because if because now there's no back and forth. There's no me trying to get my point across. That's why journaling is so important. That's why it, it gives you the opportunity to answer without being interrupted. Even if it takes you a week, two weeks, a month to, to come back to that question, there's no one saying, okay, answer this question. And they can stop you in the middle of your answer and say, well, think about this. And then you might, oh, yeah, let me think about that, too. You know, that's why it's so important. That's why I I, I feel that this has the opportunity to to get some answers out that have never, that have never been answered by people. And I think people will see how important they are. That's a part of it, too, the building up, the building up, the building up of morale when you can sit back and see the things you have accomplished, when you can, you know, really take a step back and see the things you overcome, like, wow, like I've done this. And then think about, you know, uh, uh, an adult right now that has nothing tangible. Uh, I would say nothing tangible or, you know, hugely financial to be able to leave someone to say, Hey, listen, but I left these answers. That's man. That is, that is, it's priceless already. Uh, let's think about someone, you know, I, I think about, I, I lost a sister in 2013 uh, to breast cancer. Uh, condolences. And I still, you know, uh, uh, little things she wrote, messages, notes, and Facebook posts, those things make me emotional right there. You know what I'm saying? Those little things make me emotional. I can't imagine having her answers. You know, I can't imagine having someone close to me what they really felt about a multitude of things, being able to comb through them and read through them and, you know, and have it. I think that's the, the next level of, uh, of giving yourself to, you know, to, to, to who we are as a people. Yes. Um, I, I agree. I think that, you know, to your point, um, in conversation, we, we, our, our, our thoughts can become scattered when we sit quietly to write, we can be very focused. And in, in this, in this society that seems to have gone completely crazy, where we have more divisiveness than we should ever have at this day and age, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it sounds so primitive, but maybe one side and maybe both sides need to write, need to write journals and then just exchange them. And maybe they'll get it about each other. Um, I'm going to say one more thing uh, before we wrap this up because you brought something to mind when you talked about your sister and, and you know, again, my condolences about that. Um, yeah, I don't, what are we in, 2020? So about six years ago, I lost to my mother. My mother was probably one of the most spiritual people 
I've ever known in my life, short of maybe a pastor. And Mm -hmm. through my struggles in my life, she was always present, even if she was not physically present. And after she died, she had several Bibles, and there was one specific one I remember I took it, and I brought it home. And as I flipped through it, I kept finding these pieces of paper, notes, where she prayed about specific things for me about my life. Yes, I have it to this day. I put the notes back. The Bible sits there. It's it's it is a it is it is probably one of the most powerful physical things in my life because what I found as I read through is there were times when she recognized things I was going through and she wrote them down and she prayed for them and she put them in the Bible, you know, near a verse that was uh, representative of, of whatever she needed, you know, for me. And I never knew that she did this. And I'm talking about, wow. I, I'm, I'm over 50 years now and I'm talking about, I found things back then when I was probably eight years old. That's wow. how long, exactly. And, and I would never have known wow. how she not had written them down. And, and I have to tell you that as I reflect on my life, we always come across and reflect on things that we struggled with that worked out. And as myself, personally, this is my choice in my life. I am spiritual. I, you know, I'm a believer in God. My personal choice. I have to tell you that for me, I kind of feel that that is, that is definitely part of the reason that I got through those struggles without even knowing mm-hmm. how I got through them. So for whatever reason you choose to write down your thoughts, your questions, your experiences, whatever it is to leave for someone else, as, as easy as it would be for us to say, oh, that's really nice and, and keep going, it's actually a very critical part of not only creating a legacy, but leaving memories. Correct. And so Perfect. this, what you have done, what you have created in, in Hello Black Man is something that I hope at least all of my audience will, everyone who hears this will at least go to your website, helloblackman.com, mm-hmm. that they will really give some serious thought to where we are and the importance of what we need to do to leave for those who come after us. And also what a tool it can be in helping us raise those that we have now. And there's some noise in the background. Wow. Yeah. So, um, thank you ever so much for being on the show. I, I applaud you and what you're doing. And I hope that Hello Black Man evolves to all it can be for all of us. Absolutely. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. I want to say a very special thank you to my guest, Mr. Jeremy Jenkins, the creator of Hello Black Man. I would invite all of my audience and everyone who has ever heard of this episode to check it out. Check out what he has done at helloblackman.com. 
As always, I want to say a special thank you to my audience and to all of my supporters. I remind you that you can listen to every and all of my episodes on your favorite podcast app. Or you can head over to the website at www.247realtalk.net. If you'd like to leave me a message or if you'd like to be a guest in the show, you can email me at podcast at 247realtalk.net. That's podcast at 247realtalk.net. Until the next time, do take care of yourselves and each other. Thank you.